0: The Trev and Ben Show. Broadcasting to the London Borough of Croydon. This is Croydon Radio.
1: Let it skid it. Sweet home Alabama,
0: and now Trevor Smith and Ben Harmer They don't deserve mouths. The Trev and Ben Show.
1: A very good morning to you. Welcome to Guardian Radio. Welcome to the Trev and Ben Show. What's going wrong already? Nothing's going wrong. Why are you looking at me like because that? Because you look nervous. You're twiddling with knobs, and nothing's changing in the head. My headphones were my headphones are a little bit low. So are mine. Oh, do you want them a bit louder? How's that? Lovely. Is that all right? Too, you're, you're being ridiculous now. That's too, <laughs> yeah. that's too loud. That's a joke that no one else is getting. just <laughs> <That's> for me. <laughs> we're just enjoying that because I'm just deafening you and no. It's, oh, it's got nothing to do with us, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Do you know, but that's the thing about this show is that there are no rules. There are no rules. When people say, oh, there are rules of radio, not in this show. No. And it's not that we're anarchic, it's not that we are out to break the rules, it's just that we don't think about what we're no. going to do. Not anarchic, just childish. It's childish, uh, no preparation, uh, unprofessional. Yeah, I think is the uh, the key. Although, can I say that um, there's something going on this morning that my psychic powers mm. are with me. Uh, there's a there's a thing we have to do when we set up, and uh, I, I guessed the uh, the right number, didn't I this week? You did. It's extraordinary. I, I'm going to go and buy a lottery ticket later. Yeah, I might try my luck with the ladies. Well, you know what I think of the lottery. What's that? But well, it's a con. I know you're not a fan, are you? You're not no. a fan of the lottery, but you the- know what I think. Of your chance to do the ladies as well. <laughs> I've got more chance of winning the lottery. Well, you uh, need the money if you, want, <laughs> if you want success with the ladies. How dare you? What are you suggesting? What are you, su- what are you suggesting? Well, you mess with my headphones. The claws come out. I see, right? <laughs> what you're suggesting, though, is that I'd be a very rich man and that there'd be uh, a bevy of uh, gold diggers to come and find that's me. That's not quite what I am suggesting, but if like, that's and- what you want to believe. Yeah. All right. All the usual stuff to come in the next two hours. I think the link in about 25 minutes. Um, I don't know... I don't, know, I don't know what goes on in your brain now, so I, I don't know whether this is hard or easy today, so we'll just find out in 25 minutes. Uh, new music at 10, today's Escapade, and their brilliant song, I'm the Passenger. Uh, the compendium, we're doing that today? Of course. Of course we are. Uh, the pub quiz, uh, today's category, colours. Colours? Yeah, red, green, and orange, they're my answers, just not waste time with it. Okay. Uh, and also this week, Ben, um, I've been cleansed. Oh. And I benefited from uh, beer goggles this week. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, it's all to come in the next two hours, right here on Croydon Radio and the Trevon Ben Show. Morning. The Rolling Stones, 19th Nervous Breakdown. I, uh, I was with a friend uh, on Friday night and we were watching a film and that song was on the soundtrack. And, uh, and he said, oh, I love this song. And I said, uh, I said, "Don't know it." And he said, "Don't be ridiculous. Of course you know it." And I said, "I don't think I do. I d- it doesn't ring any bells." And he said, "What's the Rolling Stones' nineteenth number's breakdown?" Of course, I listened to it, you know, without the film in the way, hmm. and I thought I, I recognise it, but I wouldn't know what it was called. 19th, it's a new one uh, to me. 90, I should know it, shouldn't I? I mean, we're supposed to be DJs, you know. We're supposed to know our music. We're supposed to know what we're talking about. We've never claimed to know what we're talking about. Well, I just all I'm saying is that you know perhaps we need to brush up a little bit on our music knowledge. Uh, talking of music and being with friends. Right? Last night, I went out for a curry with, uh, we had a bit of a lads night. Very nice. You know, there were no wives and girlfriends. It was just the lads. <laughs> and because um, we're, I mean, we, uh, we certainly know how to tear up the town um i was home by just after 10 <laughs> uh, and in bed by half past lovely so you know we're whoa look at us we're all nearly 40 uh until we got to that point of a couple of pints so like, that's enough now i think i'm gonna go home with a curry i can't fit anything else into my stomach that is it i need to go home and lie down so did you have a hot one uh well yeah, it was a great night <laughs> hey. uh, no you know me i don't I, I like a i like a little uh yeah just a little a tinge of heat. What did you have? Uh, I had a uh, a chicken... Uh, a chetanad, I think it's called. Chetanad? Yeah. Never heard of that. Don't know what's in it. It's lovely. It's chicken, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but very nice. Very nice. But um, I don't think... I think we were the table that normally I would hate in that sort of place. Oh, what, the noisy, boisterous table? We were being a little bit uh, loud. We were trying not to be, because we're very conscientious people. But we got talking about the... Um, the celebrities uh, that are involved with this injunction at the moment, the super injunction. Now, this is very frustrating to me because we can't name them, can Of course we, we can't, no. no. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I think if we were in Scotland, we could. Mm. Uh, I mean, we are, I, I don't know how it works with the internet because we're broadcasting in Scotland. Can we, can we say, look, if you're, if you're in England put your fingers in your ears, and then we can name them. Just say, this is just for the Scott people. I don't know. But this is like last week. Scott when people. I could have just said the Scottish or you, the Scots. You could I, just, have. I decided Scott people. You've probably really annoyed them now as well. I don't think we have anyone listening up that far. This is like last week when you, when you started off the show by telling me that you were furious with me about a dream you'd had where I swore. Mm. And then the temptation for me to just swear into the microphone <laughs> was overwhelming. Anyway, we, uh, I mean, everyone knows who we're talking about, right? Most people know. To be I mean, fair, I didn't know until you told me this morning. I thought um, it was Richard and Judy. Richard and Judy? Because they I, wouldn't be up to that sort of thing. I had a conspiracy theory because every time, just a coincidence, every time I heard about this mysterious couple having a threesome, <laughs> I, I I'd then, then it was cutting to stories about Richard Madeley shortly following that. And I thought, oh, I wonder if that's a little subtle clue. Richard and A Judy- little subtle clue. Yeah, I thought maybe Richard and Judy are the, the celebrity sex scandal. Uh, w- let me make it very clear that it's not. Okay. It's not. I think he was getting annoyed because there were drones flying over his property. Uh, I think that's what he was getting annoyed what, about. filming all the filth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, looking, f- looking for the evidence. <laughs> uh, anyway, we, um, everyone knows who it is. All you've got to do is go to s- any Google search site and just put celebrity injunction mm-hmm. threesome. You'll yes. find out exactly who we're talking about anyway we then um and i i i don't think i'm giving anything away when i say uh one of the people who is involved not necessarily physically in the the act but what what i'm saying is that he's involved in the music business all right Uh, so we spent most of the night coming up with filthy versions of his songs or her songs (laughs) Or her songs. <laughs> I'm trying to sweep up behind you as fast as possible. I haven't given anything away. No, it may be a woman or a man mm. who sings, or is in the music business, or isn't, or, or, or doesn't, or doesn't. So anyway, that's what. And we, as we, the thing is, as the filthy songs became funnier and funnier, we became louder and louder, and uh, and there were only five of us, and sort of. Periodically, one of us goes, "Shh, keep it down, keep it down." And then I noticed the woman on the next table. Oh, she wasn't happy with us. (laughs) She she gave us a look that could kill, as if to say, "Don't come in here and start all that filth." I've, I've come out for a nice night with my friends. Yeah, we're being very quiet and dignified. And look at you lot. So we we were the group that I would hate in that sort of place. You should have opened up the competition to the whole curry house. You know, giving a pint to the best I, uh, I don't think the rest of the curry house would have been interested, oh, all right. to be honest <laughs> with you. Very nice curry house. Yeah. Uh, I've never been there before. I think it's an award winner in Croydon, the banana leaf. Ooh. I think people will know it. People are writing that down. They know it already, though. It's, it's a, an award winner. The only thing I'd say, though, is um, it all got a little bit odd at the end of the night because um, they brought, you know, they bring the hot towels. Uh, were you on a flight? No, no, house. they always bring hot towels in a curry house, don't they? I, I don't really go to curry houses. I thought that was on in-house flights. You get little hot no, towels. No, 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 they always bring a little hot towel at the end. Okay. Right? So, uh, so we all do that. We all get the hot towel out. we all oh, put it on the face, you know, all that. <laughs> and uh, and it, I, I think someone in the, in the group, we were just talking about the heat of the hot towel. Because sometimes you go to a, to a curry house, they bring the hot towel, and it is too hot. Mm. You know what I mean you can't hold the thing? I'm sure this was an episode of Kerry enthusiasm. <laughs> was it? I'm sure this happened. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but these weren't as hot as I'm used to. And uh, I just said that. I said, "Oh, yeah, normally they're baking hot." And then the next thing, another lot appear at the table. It's almost like they're going to burn our face off now. All the other ones weren't hot enough for you. Have these. Very. I've never been brought to Either we've made such a mess of ourselves with the curry, it was just chicken corn all over our faces or something. Aren't <laughs> you supposed to use those things on your fingers? your fingers and face. No, no, no. I'm not sure face is involved at all. No, no, you are. You what it's there the food for food is supposed to go in your mouth. <laughs> no, but not I think, on your face. I think what it's there for is if you've had a hot curry, you're sweating, you know, you can wipe your face over. All right. Because you know, that's what you want if you're hot and sweaty a small boiling rag. No, but I think because it cools very quickly, it's, it's, I don't know what the material is, Ben. It's like a muslin. Uh, sort of thing, uh, and I think it cools very quickly. You can put it on your face. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I don't run a curry house, <laughs> uh, anyway, so there we are. Hot towels, two hot towels each. One, uh, what a treat! When uh, you say towels, as well, they're, they're about the size of a tissue paper, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. All right. You're not a fan of these things, are you? <laughs> they're just a, 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 a obstacle to fun for you. Carry on. And uh, anyway, then the man came over and said, "That would you like dessert?" And, you know, we all did that kind of, oh, no, oh, couldn't touch another thing, oh, yeah, did all that. Uh, off he went, two minutes later, he comes back and goes, any desserts, anyone? He's like, no, we've d- d- oh, no, oh, <laughs> oh, no, we just, oh, no. And he disappears again, comes back, another, and he does, and he, so we like no. And he had a bang on the head. <laughs> and We don't need desserts. How many times do we have to say it? We don't, uh, I don't know whether he was on commission for desserts or whether he just thought, he looked at us and thought, you lot. Or you've annoyed the whole curry house. In fact, you've emptied it. Uh, we're going to make as much money from you as possible. Mm. Have some dessert. And um, then when we said no, we just have the bill. The, it took ages for the bill to come. I was expecting to come over and say uh, any desserts before the bill. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. But uh, I can't tell you the songs that we came up with anyway. No, they mate. were they were too filthy. Yeah, which is a real shame because I'd like to do it. I'll tell you some off air. Okay, uh, and, uh, and and it, I mean, what I'd like to do is is um, it, it just uh, play uh, on on your own at home? Well, just, they can't because they don't know who the artist. is Well, look it has. up, or just just imagine somebody in the music business who might be, you know, a little bit uh, litigious, and uh, and then add uh, filth to their songs. <laughs> ex ambassadors, renegades on Croydon Radio. Uh, were you looking at yourself in the mirror during that song? I thought I saw you, you know, sort of looking at yourself in the... briefly. Yes, oh, you're looking alright. You're happy. Not too bad. Where you looking? Well, I was I was I was looking at the quiff. At oh, the quiff. A bit lopsided today. Ah, oh. bit like a, a wave. See, so my, my hair's very long at the moment, mm. and uh, it's a bit too long. You know when curly. it gets... It, it's got very curly. As I've got older, my hair has definitely got curlier. Mm. And uh, yesterday, uh, I, I got ready to go out last night, got in the car, looked in the mirror, and I looked like the kind of early Elvis, hair-wise. Really? Yeah. Whereas you you go for the sort of later Elvis quiff. Yeah. I was going for the slightly earlier quiff when he had the... It was, I think mean, it was a bit looser at the front, wasn't it? There wasn't so much brill cream. <laughs> It was it was just a bit looser, it hang it hung now, a bit more. Well now what you're saying there is that I'm using too much brill cream in a roundabout way. I'm no, no, no that's what you're suggesting. I'm just, you're uh, saying I'm later Elvis with the big quiff well, that's and what, your previous Elvis when yeah. he's not using too much Brill Cream. Yeah. Therefore I'm using too much Brill Cream. Well no, I think that's that's the look you're going for. And, and uh, I don't use Brill Cream. Do you know? Because I'm not ninety four. <laughs> I, I don't use brawl cream either, I have to say. But it's still it's still available, isn't it, brawl cream? I'm I sure David so. Beckham advertises it. But it's still a big old product, brawl cream.
0: Mm.
1: Although I, I don't like that um, that really greasy. I mean, I am I like hair products, but I don't like it when it goes hard. You know, when it goes all that hard. And, and, uh, but then I don't like it to look too greasy and slick either. Yeah. Like, Although there is something to be said for the greasy look. It does tend to hide some of the grey. Does it? Yeah, wet hair does seem to hide it a bit. And I'm I'm a little bit too much salt and pepper these days. Well, why don't you just, you know, get some Just for Men or something and Well, and get it done that, and dusted. It's just embarrassing, isn't it? I don't know. I should. I don't think you should be worried about it. I mean, I, I, I'm mean, going very grey at the side, you see, and people are starting to notice it. Like, even my mum recently went, oh, you've got a lot of grey. Thanks, mum. Thanks for that. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, I just think, well... I, at least I'm not going bald. That's kind of what I think. I think I got the better of the deal there. Well, it's, it's, it's not much of a deal, is it? I don't know. I think you, people like a bit of grey. It's, um, it's, well, it's... some people say to me, oh, you're going a bit grey, aren't you? you know, you're a bit grey, aren't you? And now I just tend to say, yeah, so's Clooney. Yeah. Exactly. Philip Schofield? <laughs> no, 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 no. Philip Schofield. No, you went completely grey, f- missed the point. <laughs> he went grey very young. You are, you are Croydon's Croydon Radio's answer to Philip Schofield. Do not call me Croydon's answer to Philip. Schofield. That's what you are. That's <sighs> You know, I'm I'm more the Ravenelli. I'm going home. I'm I'm the Ravenelli of the uh, uh, of our little duo here, and you're the uh, you're you're the Pip Schofield. If I'm Pip Schofield, that makes you Holly Willoughby. I don't mind that. <laughs> I don't mind that because uh, to be honest, I'd never leave the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's lovely, isn't she? Yes, she is. She got a bit cross this week, didn't she, with someone on the show? I saw. Because she you know, she can get a little bit feisty when she needs to. I I, I must confess, I don't watch. So um... no, I just saw a report somewhere. You know, Holly Willoughby gets angry on this morning. And I like that about her. Do you I know, like the fact do know the details. Little... Or... No, oh, no, fantastic anecdote for the radio. No, I, I just imagined her a little bit angry, you know, slapping me around the face. That sort of thing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just use it for my own amusement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just something for me to think about. Speaking of uh, embarrassing things... Oh, yes. um, You don't need to talk about that on the radio, Ben. You can get help. I had a bit of an embarrassing thing. Excellent. Fortunately, there were no witnesses. It was just my own humiliation. I like it. I like it when you're humiliated. I I caught myself out being a bit accidentally posh. Okay. And I don't like to come across as posh, because I'm not... I don't know, Ben. You live, you live in an area that's quite posh. No, you know? I live in an area that's slightly less rubbish than the area you live in. Slightly less? Look, no, yeah, When I come to pick you up, it's almost like I, I tend to wear a dinner jacket when I come to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, I have to change in the car when I get back towards where I live. You know, put some baggy jeans on and show half the backside off. How, how familiar <laughs> are you with um, Brixton? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I know Brixton quite well. Have you been under that bridge that's uh, painted is that message? right by the station yeah i think so yeah, yeah yeah yeah. do you know the message on it uh i don't know the, the the more recent message i remember as a kid uh we used to drive through brixton when we when my dad used to take me to football mm-hmm. and um and i remember there being graffiti on the bridge i don't think is this painted now sort of in, oh, in that kind of yeah. a loud graffiti way yes i can even show you a picture of which it, which i'm not a it. fan of by the way You're not a fan? Not of that kind of, uh, because there's a lot in Croydon, isn't there? You know, that sort of people are allowed to graffiti in certain areas. I wouldn't say this looks like graffiti. We'll have to tweet it now. We're talking so much about a picture. But But no, there used to be a bit of graffiti on this bridge. And I remember asking, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I remember asking my dad what it was. And he explained to me that it was incredibly racist. Oh. And it was there for years. And of course, <laughs> you see, why isn't anyone scrubbing this filth out? Well, I'll show you the, the offending bridge. And it, it doesn't look like graffiti. It looks like something the council have commissioned. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. That graffiti art, though, isn't it? You know, Yeah. I, I can't actually... Oh, I see, I've worked out what it says now. Well, that was my problem. Because basically, there are nine squares available on this bridge for yeah. them to write their message on. And the message they've gone for is, Be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Which is quite a nice... Way welcoming message. A for lovely message. Somewhere as horrible as Brixton. Well, do you know what? There are some lovely areas of Brixton now. And of course, it, there, there's a lot of controversy in Brixton. You know, the gentrification of the area, the, the, uh, I don't know, the sort of way they're trying to force people out and make it posher. It's, it's, it's not good. Anyway, <laughs> that's not true. It's horrible. All right. <laughs> they, they only had the nine squares. And of course, those of you who are quick quick-witted will have noticed that the phrase "br guest requires ten letters. Mm, that's right. So they went for the text-speak with the first word. So they've gone B, yes. just the letter B, no E. <laughs> so I was going through it under the bridge, and I thought, oh, I wonder what bourgiste means. Bourgiste? <laughs> i thought it was some french term that i had misunderstood that would be that would be beyond the gentrification <laughs> of brixton wouldn't it? i don't know what you would call that the sort of uh uh nobilization of brixton yeah. i don't know what that would be anyway and, and then i felt very stupid afterwards i thought no it, it says be our guest not borgiste borgiste did you did you look up if there's a, such a word as borgiste no thankfully it, it did occur to me before i pulled over and started saying <laughs> dear sir but what, well what does borgiste mean <laughs> You see, I'm I'm more annoyed by the uh, the lack of the e on b. Yes, it is text speakers. I, I don't like that. I, I oh, it's one of my bugbears in life that mm. when shops and uh, rappers, musicians misspell things. I, I just, oh, it annoys me. I get very hot under the collar about that. Sort like of an thing. old man, I do. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just don't like. And also, like when you see things that should have a capital or a letter at the start. And they don't because they think it'll be cool font to have it all lowercase. What sort of thing is that teaching our children? Well, last night, in fact, I was responding to someone on Twitter on our behalf, and I misspelt "you are." Unbelievable! Uh, but auto corrects me all the time, my phone. But it decided to let this slip. <laughs> it was uh, I was saying "you are," and I and I spelt it Y-O-U-R apostrophe R-E, which is "you your r" of course, which is uh, "your your." And you can't edit r. you can't edit tweets once you send them
2: you can't it. edit no
1: oh so you must have been gutted that someone in america now thinks you're a bit thick mm, and i was going to just delete it and then resend it again but then i thought well then they'll get a notification twice and i'll just leave the glaring mistake <laughs> yeah. there but i'm very aware of it and not happy with it <laughs> uh, did, did, did they pick up on it no no just not me. yet no they will now <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that um i tend to go on a lot of forums and that sort of thing and uh, I don't know. I think it must be the sort of people that... Te- I, when I say I go on them, I don't add to them. I just right. like to look. And I'm always amazed at the terrible spelling on those things. Uh, it's almost like people who go on those things and write have no idea how to spell whatsoever. It's no. all it's all kind of... Um, it's, it's like phonetic spelling. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know. You want the word... Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Bourgist. Bourgist. You want that word? (laughs) And they're spelling it, Be Our Guest.
0: Think the Link.
1: By the way, that's not to say that, you know, if you can't spell, it's not a major issue, but I think shops and corporate places. I was was, uh, with my friend on Friday night and we ordered a uh, a takeaway and on their menu, there were a couple of uh, typos. Nothing that bad. Um, but you just think who's proofreading this thing? The best thing was they obviously had to pay per line, and they had to make everything line up with the prices. And they had one dish with nothing else to say about it because it was just a plain pizza, pretty much. Oh no, it was at cold That was it. It was cold store. And uh, what else can you say about that? It's cold store, right? So underneath they just put served in a container. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> uh, I think the link—three uh, songs to identify. Uh, somewhere there's a link between them. Could be the artist, the title, the lyric you hear. Could be absolutely anything. I don't know how to pitch this one today. I think relatively straightforward. Here they are. Why we, are
2: moving, my we know fellas good for the moolah.
1: So what do you reckon? Uh, I need it again. Please. Need it again. Yeah. All right, here they are.
2: We know what fellas good for
1: the uh, So somewhere there's a link between them. How are you getting on there? I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck. I do need help. All right. Well, look. Here. If you can help uh, Ben out, get in touch with us. It's at uh, Trev and Ben on Twitter or send us a private message on the shout box, uh, That's the way to get in touch with us about absolutely anything. But right now, we're looking for the link between these three songs. We, are,
2: gonna touch we know what fellas good for the moolah.
1: Good luck. Jace Patrick, best I can be. Friend of the show, of course, Jace Patrick. Oh, yes. And we featured uh, him on We Love New Music oh, a few weeks back now. And Coming up at 10 today, new music from, the, uh, uh, from Escapade, I'm the Passenger. We do that at uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, thanks very much to everyone getting involved on in the Shoutbox. Deb's there. Uh, good guess on the link, Deb. You're sort of along the right lines, but not quite uh, spot on yet. And we were talking about hair, when we? We were talking about my uh, young Elvis look. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, you can't beat uh, that look, uh, and you can't beat Elvis. So I'm never going to be as as attractive as Elvis was. Uh, but Yul Brynner, who was bored, bored, he was bored, bored. he was bored, bored and bald, <laughs> uh, very sexy apparently. Okay, uh, uh, women, some women do like bald men, don't they? I mean, Sean Connery, of course, is, is a sex symbol, isn't he? Which is which makes you wonder why he wore such a terrible toupee for so many years. <laughs> I mean, if people like bald men, take that. Silly cat off your head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, who else wore a silly toupee? Who else wears silly toupees? Um, I mean, William Shatner does, doesn't he? He wears a toupee. Yeah. They're not going to get us into legal trouble. No, either. no, I think it's quite well known. I think even when he was in Star Trek, he I think he went bald quite early. I think he had a toupee.
0: Oh,
1: I he didn't a know. a bit of a rug going on there. Didn't know. Uh, Brucey, of course. I don't know if that... I, I don't know with Brucey. Uh, it must be, because if you look at him in the 70s and his hair now, there's a there's a huge difference. Is there? There's a huge difference, yeah. In the 70s, you know, the generation game in the 70s, has that sort of fuzzy baldness going on, and, uh, and now he's sort of got a ginger... I don't know what it is on his head. No, really. he's got a ginger... What? It's like a ginger oh, thing. It's completely I mean, grey. It's ginger. He, no, it's sort of gingery, isn't there's it? not Bruce a hint, it? hint of ginger. No, I love Brucey. He's my hero, you know that. But it's sort of a gingery toop. No, it isn't. <laughs> I think there's a hint of ginger. I reckon he goes... It's completely great. I think he went in the shop and he went, I'd like a, 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 a hairpiece with a, a, a piece of hair uh, with a hint of ginger, uh, ginger a hint of. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, That's like a transcript. It is. That's exactly the conversation that <laughs> happened. And the man in the shop said, yes, sir. Yes, of course, sir. How about this one? Hmm. And of course, uh, I, I want to talk about Terry Wogan a bit later on, by the way. Well, did he have a wig? I don't no. know. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, he, he was always very quite um, um, ambiguous about the whole thing, wasn't he? Hmm. He would say, well, it's up to people to decide. I don't think he did. No? I don't think he did, no. Why would? Oh, Trump, of course.
0: That's no. not a wig.
1: Well. It's not because it has to be well stuck on because he's always blowing a hole over the place, well, isn't it? Billionaire. I think he can afford good glue. What, yeah, but why is he not affording a good wig, then? You wouldn't choose that, <laughs> would you? A good, that's you wouldn't a fair go, point. You wouldn't go in a shop and say, i love that. Who's selling that? It's, who's selling that? That's what <laughs> okay, I want to know. Another fair point, yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you've gone down the vets, <laughs> where there's been some poor Persian cat who's been run over, you're not going to have that, are you? No. Frankie Howard, of course, famously wore a toupee. mm mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. I think Bob Bunkhouse did as well. Are we just listing celebrities Sorry, yes. with wigs? Sorry, yes. <laughs> I just get very... Uh, I, I, I love finding out who might be wearing a wig. <laughs> and I, I always want to see pictures of them without their wigs. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, I spent ages once searching for pictures of celebrities without wigs on. It was a f- bit of a fruitless search, I'll be honest with you. Okay. I was desperately looking for one with Brucey e without a wig. Can't find it. I remember once there was an interview with Brucey. E. I, I can't remember what happened, but there was an interview with him, and he was wearing a baseball cap. And I think it was Paul Merton who said, uh, well, you know what that says, isn't it? You've come to me on the day my wig's in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, talking of uh, sexy people, Ben. Yeah. Talking of sexy people. Uh, as you know, Ben, I'm, <laughs> I'm a very sexy man. Of course. And um, I, uh, I benefited from uh, from someone's beer goggles this week. I was in my, uh, in my local pub. Uh, well, I say my local, but local to where I work. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting there just having a nice time with mates and you're never quite sure what's going to happen in that pub, are you? You're never quite sure. No. And uh, this lady comes over. She's probably in her 60s, you know, mid-60s. And she just bent over towards me and she went, "Oh, you're gorgeous. And I thought, hey, up, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm a good nine-piner. So, you know, <laughs> she, she was well gone. She And she started sort of, you know, touching me a little bit oh you're gorgeous and i I said okay you capitalized on this Um, rare opportunity (laughs) rare (laughs) rare excuse me it's rare there's a woman in this pub i'll (laughs) I'll concede that anyway she then sat down next to us and spent a lot of time um she's a married woman by the way oh she's a married woman which is why i didn't get involved you know and and she's 60 i think she told me she was 66 you know uh clickety click Okay, that's what I said. And uh, anyway, um, she, she just couldn't stop going on about which, you know, my ego was pretty boosted by now, right. I have to say. She just kept saying how gorgeous I was. And I just kept saying, I oh, know, love. I know, you don't need to keep saying it. <laughs> you know, I'm oft- it's often remarked upon. <laughs> One compliment and your ego's through the roof. I mean, people often say as I walk by, look at that. That's what they normally say. And, uh, and I know they're often just talking about my natural beauty. Of course. You know? And uh, anyway, then she started talking about her husband, and um, but she never got to the point. She just kept all we all we found out was that he was from Canada, right? And they'd been married a long time. And she's sitting there with her. She's drinking pints of Guinness, right? So she's sitting there drinking her Guinness, and she just keeps saying, "Let let me just let me get to the point." Oh, you're gorgeous by the way i think you're gorgeous by the way let me get to the point my husband right oh he's from canada and we just never got there Aww. never got to the point and in the end i said to, i said to look I've, I've probably got to go soon can we move the story on and uh, and then there was a, a knock on the window and uh, one of our friends comes in another friend uh who's um had a row with her husband. <laughs> oh, okay. so we didn't get embroiled in this conversation. Yeah, um, my chance seems to have gone now. Oh, yeah, you know. I mean, she's still. She's telling her friend how gorgeous I am. I mean, you know, she can see that for herself. Does her friend agree? She, she, Do you need she, a super injunction? She. She didn't say. She didn't say, which worried me slightly. I thought, come on, love, come on. You've had a row with your husband. You're sitting next to a very gorgeous man. What's going on? You don't seem to be reacting at all. Um, anyway, we. Her husband. Yeah, he sounds like a loser. Oh. She got home. She she went out. Right. This this was her issue. Let me ask you this. Right. I, I'll reverse the roles and imagine that. Uh, I'd imagine uh, that. No, I won't reverse the roles. No, I won't. I'll, st- I'll stick it right. Uh, your wife's gone out. People think we planned this show. Honestly, <laughs> we said from the very top <laughs> that this is unprofessional and rubbish. We gave people the opportunity to tune out. Yep. The listening figures have gone up <laughs> since we went on air. So sadly, true. <laughs> so amazingly. you know, yeah. uh, I think all we can say is that we're doing the right thing. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's imagine your wife's gone out, right? And she said to you, um, "I won't be out too late." Uh, do I need the key? And he said, no, no, of course not. I'll let you in when you get back. She gets back. uh, She's been out, let's say, for three or four hours. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, you've been sitting home. You've had a few beers. You've been sitting having a few beers at home. And at 8 o'clock, she comes home, uh, but you've gone to bed. You've turned all the lights off, (laughs) and you've gone to bed. Uh, And she can't rouse you because you are a bit drunk and you've passed out. Okay. Eight o'clock. It's a wee bit early, <laughs> so that's why she'd had a row with her husband because that happened the night before. Oh. Uh, this was the weird thing, though. She said, um, "So I got back at him this morning. I got up, told him where to go, and I've been out drinking all day. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Do you, where? Where are you fitting work into this? <laughs> but this sounds like a great way to spend a day. I'd very happily do that." so if you had a row with your wife let's say you're, you you've done that you've you, your wife's had to she's had to phone you she tried to get hold of you it's taken half an hour before she can get in the house mm. how would your wife punish you for that um i'd probably just get an earful would you an earful of abuse that'd be it just an earful of abuse yeah. you'd cope with that would you i think so you don't I'm, mind I'm used that it, yeah you're used to it <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers, the Zephyr song. We're just having a bit of a debate about what a Zephyr is. Hmm. I think we've talked about that before. We may have, yeah. Uh, I think it's a gentle breeze hmm. or a wind. Which just serves to confuse me more. Because I, 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 I had the same thought as you had. I always thought it was like a moped, but that's a vesper, isn't it? That is a vesper, Yeah. And then I thought a Zephyr was a big balloon. I think there is a big balloon, a Zephyr. I'm sure there was. I don't know. Someone will let us know. Uh, go to the shout box and let us know. Because this is educational as well as um, entertaining. The show. yeah, it's, We try and do both, uh, both ends of the spectrum. Mm. That's, that's what we're here for. Uh, we are talking about pubs and odd people in the pub last Sunday. Of course, after the show, we, we tend to just pop out for a little debrief, don't we? Yep. Just a little debrief. And uh, we popped to the spoons And um, it was weird last week. It started normal. It started normal. I I don't like the fact that they now recognise us. That's tragic. I mean, if we're recognising the Weatherstones, we only go in once a week, but we're recognised. We go in and they know exactly what we want. Yeah, I don't like that. I even said to him, "Are we are we regulars now?" He said, "Oh yes, every Sunday." Every, we know we, we know Sunday. you. Yeah, we know you. I That's embarrassing, know. isn't it? That's really not good for us. Anyway, uh, so it started off normal, and uh, we were just chatting away as normal, just uh, talking about. This, that, and the other—all the things we're not allowed to say on Croydon Radio, we were able to say in the pub. Yep. And then the whole thing took a bizarre twist because there was a man who sort of came and sat near a table on a table near us, and uh, he was on his phone to start with, wasn't he? That's how he started on his phone. Yeah, and he was doing that thing, holding it like they're doing The Apprentice, mm. which uh, meant we could not only hear him, he was being quite loud. Yeah. Uh, so was the other person on the end of the phone. We could hear it all because he was on speaker. He was talking into his phone as if he thought the idea of the phone was you dial the number of the person you want to <laughs> speak to, and then you scream loud enough so that they can hear you wherever they are in yes. the country. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, didn't need a phone no and, and anyway we, we weren't taking that much notice because we, we were we were getting on with uh, being record breakers on the chase app well uh, <laughs> that was when it start, he started crescendoing about the same time we were getting to we our, were crescendoing our, exactly we yeah. were going for our record of 42 <laughs> I think it's a testament to our dedication to that game that I know, we still managed to win in I those think, circumstances I think it's also a testament to the tragic state of our lives <laughs> where we are regulars in a weatherspoon and we sit there and play the chase I don't care it makes me happy. <laughs> it's the tragedy of our lives, Ben. Anyway, uh, so yes, he was getting louder and louder, and then as we uh, as we won the money, we were sort of we were a little bit high, weren't we? We were we were riding a crest of a wave, yep. and uh, and he was just getting louder and louder. And we looked across and noticed that the phone was no longer part mm. of the conversation. Then he was talking out loud to himself, and now standing and standing, and then he started to sort of walk around the pub, and it, I don't know whether he was trying to engage with people because uh, he wasn't going up to people was he but he was sort of standing there pointing at people mm. saying things i couldn't really hear what he was saying no it wasn't english was it no and there was lots of laughter oh well, whatever he was saying was hilarious yeah he was having a great time oh yeah and uh, uh, but people were just there was like a collective heads down wasn't there mm. and every table around was like, nothing to do with us <laughs> we don't know him we don't want to know him <laughs> and uh the thing is, though, Ben, you kind of wanted to know him a little bit, didn't you? Well, it was it was time for us to leave. And he was standing sort of centre stage in there, trying to engage with anybody he could. And I, I just thought I'd give him a little nod and say, All "Right, mate, mm. as I was going. He gave me a little pat on the back. A little was, pat on the back. He was delighted that someone had finally acknowledged I mean, his I know, existence. I know. And the thing is, you'll find that he will be there again today, waiting. He's probably been there every day waiting for you. I really hope so. You see, I don't mind a little pat on the back as we leave. What I don't want is for him to be there when we arrive. And he's going, oh, there's the, there's the man from last week. I mean, don't knock it. We could do with a third brain on the iPad game with a chase. That'd be great. I suppose now we've broken a record, yeah? We could go for... <laughs> I don't think he's going to be any help. He <laughs> might be a distraction. To us. <laughs> Whatsoever. But I like that. I like that in a pub. I like a bit of oddness in a pub. Mm. I was talking to, to a friend the other day, and uh, he tends to go to a lot of sort of um, uh, what I would call pretentious places. Do you know what I mean? Wine bars, things like that. Yeah, or places that are kind of supposedly cool because some band once played there or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, and I'm not into those sort of places. I like a bit of a dive. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I'm happy with a dive pub. I'm happy with one that's a bit dark, dingy. (laughs) You don't get much divey than a Croydon (laughs) (laughs) Weatherstone. I don't know. The one I go to on a Wednesday, <laughs> I think, would beat that. Uh, but no, I'm happy with that. And, uh, and, I was, and he was saying, but why? Why would you want to go to a miserable pub? And I said, because actually, that's where you find a bit of proper life mm. i love that kind of weirdness i love people walking around in the pub i go to on a wednesday there's a few people who walk around talking to themselves it's also where you find women who find you attractive as well exactly <laughs> you see get to the nub of the matter there's uh, to the what the <laughs> nub oh uh, there is a uh, there's a method to the madness <laughs> and uh, and i'm quite happy to be around people who are a bit odd i think i've told you this before i once went in a this was a weather spoons in croydon the weather that's no longer there uh, the Ship of Falls used to be down there at West Croydon. right? And uh, that used to be full of some odd people. Mm. And I went in once and there was a woman, um, similar thing, talking to herself uh, out loud. Lots of, like, giggling to herself. And, uh, and I was in one of those moods where I thought, I'll engage. I'll engage with this lady. Uh, I'm sort of, yeah, why not? And uh, my friends sort of said, don't. Don't. Please don't. And I said, no, no, it'll be funny. And she started to talk to me about her car and uh, that she was having engine problems or something so then i started talking to her and say oh well, i'm having the same thing and basically i pretended that my car was very much like cheaty, cheaty, bang bang and that it sort of talks to me that it can fly and she was going along with the whole thing so you were antagonizing this poor woman <laughs> no, i wasn't antagonizing i was just playing along with what was what was happening uh, the only thing was i then got stuck with her for about half hour and when when we finally got rid of her I don't feel sorry for you this is your own damn fault my mate said you see I told you don't engage of course I should have learned my lesson because I used to go out with uh, a friend of mine every Friday uh, to again a rather bizarre pub but he was one for engaging and I'm sure I've told you this when uh, we ended up uh, in a club with a couple of swingers lovely and we left very early because uh, we got to this club right we packed this club on a Friday and we got there, and uh, my mate went to the bar with the bloke. There were a couple from Australia. Uh, went to the bar with the bloke, and I was standing there waiting for my mate to come back with a beer. And then the woman tried to kiss me. Right? So obviously, she was, she'd had the nine pints, the requisite nine <laughs> pints to, to find me gorgeous. And, uh, and I said, Oh, no, no, I mean, that's your husband over there. Yeah. And, uh, and anyway, then my mate came back with the beers, and he just lent over to me and went, We're leaving. And I said, uh, it a bit like that moment from uh, Only Falls and Horses where there's two blokes at the way we're leaving. I went, why he said the blokes just tying it on with me at a bar I think they thought that we were a gay couple and that we'd be up for a little bit of you know uh, anyway I've got a super in now and it was all fine (laughs) Royal Bloods where are you now I think that's the thing Tune to Vinyl it's a new show it's supposed to be very very good Okay. It's one of those things on my list now people keep saying to me everything you know what like i did when with breaking bad mm. you know when, when that was out go, you must watch breaking bad mm. and i had a few people say you must watch vinyl you must watch it and i go oh, i don't want it i've seen breaking bad it's never going to get any better than that and i've given up they go no watch it so i will i will watch oh, it so you were the one that put me on breaking bad <laughs> yeah you see i'm um, forever in your gratitude it, for that. absolutely it's the best thing ever i want to talk to you very quickly about fifa Oh yes, uh, have they got wonderful organization? Yeah, have they got a new president yet? Is that sorted now? Yes, yes. Who is it? Uh, Oh, I can't remember his name. So Um, they didn't give it to Prince Ali no prince ali didn't get it unfortunately oh. no no i can't oh, i can't remember his name uh, but i think he was mentioned this is wonderful that the new man who's come in to save FIFA and make it whiter than white uh, was um i think mentioned in all of those panama papers Brilliant. as well so that's a good start uh, <laughs> <laughs> i only asked cuz i was I, I wanted another excuse to play that prince ali theme <laughs> last time <but laughs> no unfortunately um no he didn't get it but did you see recently they've uh, they've put together a panel of people who are supposed to sit and uh, advise fifa on how to correct itself as an organisation, okay. and how to fix FIFA. Well, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. Yeah, isn't it? fix Very FIFA. Possible. It needs to be fixed. Do Have it. you seen who's on it? Uh, <laughs> oh, don't. Sepp Blatter isn't on it, is he? Sepp Blatter. How's he on that? <laughs> Sepp Blatter is on the panel of how to fix FIFA. How? I don't know. What? But he needs to be out of the place <laughs> entirely, and he's been in prison. Um, he knows how to sort himself out. Of that's that incredible. How? Oh, I don't. I do not understand how FIFA exists still. I think it, somebody should have just gone in and go. that is it, everyone out, everyone out. Well, presumably, someone would have had to appoint him in this position of this panel. You'd have thought so, yeah. Unless he appointed himself before he sort of left. Are they going to need a new panel on, a pa- on the, advising the panel on how to fix FIFA as to how to fix the panel? I don't, I, oh my God. <laughs> I don't understand how FIFA can still have anything to do with that man. No. I mean, so what worries me is, I don't know about you, but when they were going through the elections for the, um, or the, the process of people putting themselves forward for the job, I don't know about you, it's a terrible cynicism because of everything. You just look at them and go, don't trust you, yeah, don't trust you. Dis- whoever, whoever becomes the head of FIFA is going to become corrupt at some stage. Also, I thought Seth Blatterhead had received some sort of ban from football and stuff. How has he managed to... That's wang- a very good point, yeah. How has he wangled his way into this panel? <laughs> he's set bladder he is mr teflon he does what he, he wants he did. yeah basically if you're if you're set bladder you can do what you like because he just keeps saying i've done nothing wrong yeah i've done nothing wrong i'm absolutely whiter than white really Sepp? Really, is that we're going to tell the judge, Trev and, Trev and Ben?
0: We love new music,
1: and every week at ten o'clock we like to introduce you to a new band or artist. This week it's Escapade. They're a four-piece uh, Britpop rock band from Leicestershire. Uh, they were formed in two thousand and fourteen uh, by Sam White and lead guitarist Adam Bailey, but in two thousand and fifteen became a four-piece when they were joined by bassist Jordan and drummer Martin. They're influenced by a number of bands, uh, including Kasabian and Oasis, and they uh, have just released their uh, debut EP, Stepping Stones. Uh, they are. Key to focus on creating their own sound with catchy lyrics and guitarists, both of which are evident in this fantastic single. I'm the passenger, and we love new music.
0: We love new music. Love new music. New music. New music. All right, I'm Sam White from Escapade, and this is our track on the Passenger. You're listening to We Love New Music on the Trevor and Ben Show. Enjoy. Mm-hmm.
1: Made, and I'm the Passenger on Croydon Radio. Great song, that. Uh, you can find out more about them at uh, soundcloud.com slash escapadeuk. Uh, also on facebook.com slash escapadeuk and follow them on Twitter at escapadeuk. And Stepping Stones, their debut EP is out now and we'll be playing more from them over the next few weeks, uh, that's for sure. Don't forget, if you want to get your sh- new music on the show, get in touch with us at Trevor and Ben on Twitter or send us a message via croydonradio.com. And don't forget on croydonradio.com you can upload uh, all your new music so everyone can hear it. But uh, to be honest, what's the point? This shows where, man. This is this is where we are. The Simon Cow and uh, Cheryl, whatever she is now. (laughs) (laughs) Can you keep up with her surnames? Hernandez Vicedes or something it's close to that. But they've split out, haven't they? Uh, I lose track. I don't really care. Just call her Cheryl. Cheryl. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everyone still calls her Cheryl Cole, really, don't they? No one's really got beyond that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Uh, still to come on the show. We've got the compendium in about uh, ten minutes' time. Uh, Also, the pub quiz later uh, with doing Colours today Ben
0: mm. Colours
1: is today's category uh, also I'm um, I'm annoyed at the Swedes Swedes I'm annoyed at the Swedes and uh, and Noise Noise has been uh, the bane of my life for the last 24 hours really not happy but I'll tell you a bit more about that I do on. that curry with it uh, no no. <laughs> we are of course playing Think the Link we are looking for the link between these three songs we, are
2: moving, we know what fella's good for the moolah
1: uh, so it could be the uh, title, artist, lyric. Could be anything. There's a link there. How mm. are you getting on? I'm really struggling because I think I've got that first song wrong. Okay. All right. Well, uh, if you can help Ben out, we've got about um, 50 minutes uh, to try and work that out. We're looking for the link between these three songs.
2: We, are to touch my body. we know what fellas good for the
1: At Trev and Ben on Twitter, or send us a message coinradio.com uh so i don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago ben i uh i found the answer to all the world's problems through professor waib i think his name was i remember uh a leaflet came through my door and he claimed to be able to fix any problem mm. any problem he had so he was he was incredible um but this week i was stopped in the street uh by a lady uh, a rather young vibrant looking lady uh and i thought you know after my experience in the pub i was thinking things have changed yeah. things have changed around here <laughs> let me buy you nine pints love yeah <laughs> she said uh, she said um she said can i talk to you for a minute and i said uh, i said yeah and i thought she was going to ask for directions or something like that you know or ask me to make her happy something i, I don't know and uh, anyway she then handed me a leaflet uh <laughs> and it was uh, basically she she wanted to talk to me about um, buddhism Buddhism. Now I I think Buddhism is something that I can relate to. It's always been probably a religion that i can relate to the closest i like the fact that they adore all living creatures wouldn't hurt a living thing i mean i fall down slightly in that i don't wouldn't hurt an animal um with the exception of a wasp or a spider Mm -hmm. uh but uh, i'd create all kinds of misery for human beings yeah uh so that's where that's where i fall down a little bit anyway she comes up to me she gives me this leaflet and uh, i'll just tell you this leaflet says uh you can definitely sort out any problems in your life same as the last. I bloke. know, this is incredible, isn't it? Uh, financial relationships, illness, etc. You will overcome the difficulties, she said. So she was telling me all about this. And, um, and she, she said, I don't know if you can see this at the top of the leaflet, Ben, there's a there's a little, uh, I think, kind of a little mantra. Um, I'm not quite sure what language it's in. Would you like me to have a go at reading it for you? Uh, if you could, because I ended up having to say this with her you quite a few times in the street. You didn't. Uh, she said, she, she read it, and then she can you say that with me? And, I, and then she said, let's say it again. And about three or four times, I've had to, had to say it. Let's see if you can say uh, that I thought I said it quite well, if I remember rightly. Ahem. Go for it. Namayo Ho Renji Kaio. There you go. Uh, can you say it again? Namayo <laughs> Horenjikayo. There you go. Namayo Horenjikayo. Yeah. Now, what that's doing there, Ben, you may not realise that. I'm not saying all sorts of expletives, am I? I don't know what it means, but what she said to me was, uh, that has started to cleanse your karma. Oh. Uh, she said, uh, I mean, she said that there are groups you can go to, but you can do it on your own. Apparently, you have to keep saying that. I don't know what it means. Uh, so, she, having said it four or five times with her in the street, in quite a busy street by the way people were looking uh there's me going uh and she's going yes said again oh my god but she, and then she said you're on the way i yeah. bet she was good looking uh she, she there was, was quite no nice. other way in hell you're doing this in the street <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying about you me you know what i'm saying about what you? are you saying about me <laughs> if it'd been some munter there's <laughs> no way you'd be chanting in the street <laughs> I look, I look very good in orange, <laughs> and I thought this this is a way of me making a difference in the world. You don't see many monks with that Elvis quiff, that is. <laughs> not yet, <laughs> not yet. But let me tell you, Nam Miho Run Kwa, and I can tell you <laughs> that my quiff has been cleansed. What you waiting for? No, what you waiting for? George Ezra blaming on me on Croydon Radio. It's Trevor and Ben show, and it's time for. Mr Ben Homer's Corking Games Compendium Ben's Corking Games Compendium Yes 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 Yes, yes. yes. It's what is. we've all been waiting for It is what we've all been waiting for It is the moment where the world comes to a standstill And they wait for the drum of destiny to be spun And the fickle finger of fate decide this week's humiliation for me yes <laughs> uh, so I will spin the drum of destiny and it will pick at random one of the five games in your compendium and those games Ben are riddle me this true or false the Great Britain quiz say it again Sam and who am I of course say again Sam is always my favourite yep Great Britain quiz of course my least favourite mm. uh, because I'm rubbish at it well it is, it is ridiculously hard it is ridiculously hard uh, and every time it comes up I tell you to in it, <laughs> and uh, it keeps coming back. Anyway, uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go.
0: Say so oh. yes, um, say so so yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Oh, well, I
1: haven't had this in a while. Oh, no, I like this game. Who am I? Yeah. Uh, so what, uh, what are the rules on this? The rules of this is I have a pile of cards with uh, three celebrity names on each card. Mm-hmm. Uh, or professions, or people, famous things or ideas. Okay. And I pick one of them that I think you'll get quickly. I try and describe it to you, and the moment you get it, we move on to the next one, and we try and get as many as we possibly can in a two-minute time period. Excellent. Now, last time, I think I got 14... Yep, yeah, that's not your best though. I think my record is it sixteen. I think so. Talking of records, can I just can I just say I think we might have mentioned it briefly last week, and we certainly tweeted about it. We got a bit of a record on the Chase app game last week, didn't we? we? Certainly did. We never thought our previous record <laughs> could be beaten, but man, and we were we were probably a little bit overexcited. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we went to the pub as always after the show for a, for a bit of a debrief. We have a little game. Forty two grand. You can beat that. Tweet us the evidence. <laughs> oh, we were so ex- we were like giddy schoolgirls, weren't we? <laughs> it was unbelievable. And that's on one-player mode, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, <laughs> here we go. Uh, so two minutes. I've got to try and beat sixteen. Here we go. Right, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes. Okay. A um, uh, famous director, oh. Alfred Hitchcock. No, uh, Steven Spielberg. That's the one. Uh, the opposite of a boy, a girl. Yes. Uh, he was in the mask. Uh, Jim Carrey You burn him on Bonfire night Uh, Guy Fawkes Um, He's the lead singer of Take That The lead singer? Yeah Uh, The main one uh, Barlow Gary Barlow Yes that's it Um, Lead singer of uh, The Sex Pistols Oh um, He does butter adverts These days (laughs) Um, uh, What's his name? Uh, Lydon Johnny Lydon Yeah but what was His stage name? As if it's gone bad. Sid Vicious. No. No. Is he? He's dead. Um, Johnny Rotten. That's it. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Uh, she was Ginger Spice. Oh. Uh, Jerry Halliwell. Okay. Um, just like that. Uh, Tommy Cooper. Um, scum that played at Stanford Bridge. Chelsea. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, big guy played Fitz in Cracker. Oh. Um, Robbie Coltrane. Yep. Uh, ran with no shoes on. Uh, Zola Bud. Yep. Uh, uh, Oh Oh. uh, She died in a car crash Uh, She was um, Cheerful Yeah she she was Diana, uh, Princess of Hearts That's the one Uh, Pumba and Timon are in which film? Uh, The Lion King Yep A lead singer of Queen Freddie Mercury Uh, You like it, I don't Um, It's all about uh, Daleks and stuff Doctor Who Yes Um, Oh uh, Oh I'm slowing down He sang Bat Out of Hell Meat Loaf Yes Um, Everything I Do, I Do It For You Who sang that? Uh, Oh um The Man Brian Adams Yes Um uh is that time yet? No. Okay. Uh, uh Brucey, Bruce Lee yes. yes. uh, star of um Fawlty Towers. Uh John Cleese uh they gave Jesus presents when he was born. Uh the Magi, the the wise men. Yes. Um Andre was what? The, the wrestler. Um <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Pass wrote, okay, wrote uh, Oh, it's 2 minutes. Oh. Two minutes The giant, what? by the way Andre the giant Oh, I wouldn't have known that Yeah, the, the, the thing I had to give him Was just a giant oh. <laughs> You did really well then That was alright there Wasn't it? So, um 16 I've got to beat How did we do? Uh, well, I've dropped them All over the floor yeah, I noticed that I didn't want to say anything During the time they were just throwing them All over the place <laughs> It was going Unprecedentedly <laughs> well It was, not it? Uh, why do you pick them up then? I will uh, I'm just I'm just going to predict I, I I'm going to say 18. I think it's a new record on the game. I'm very excited. Well, by That's this. your prediction, is it? Yeah, 18. I'm going for. And um, you know what? I think that was down to me being exceptionally good this time. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, you last were. Last time I've let you, i there was a little panic in the middle where I flustered. Yeah. But no, you were you were you were on on the ball today. You're on form. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21. 21? They've gone all over the floor again. 21? <laughs> That's amazing. That's a new. God, I tell you what, after the chase last week, we're breaking barriers left, right, and centre. A Design for Life by uh, Trevor Smith. What? What? Trevor Smith. Sorry, I thought you were a bit of a manic street preacher this oh, week. Hey, very good. Hey? Very hey? good. Hey? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I once got into a, a three-hour row with a street preacher once, uh, with really? a friend of mine. Three right. hours. Chanting there. the wrong slogan. Was it? <laughs> Friday night, this was, right? And I'm, I'm walking, I've had a bad day. Right? Three hours, that's a I, long time. Well, to be honest, it was my mate that was doing a lot of the, the rowing. But I had a bad day, and um, I walked past, and, and bear in mind, I been working with a lot of religious stuff all day that had annoyed me and uh and i'm walking past him and he's screaming he's got this microphone with a little speaker and I, as i walked past i just went oh shut up <laughs> and through his microphone he, 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 he threw his hat on the floor to start with <laughs> and through his microphone he went
0: you are a wicked and evil man
1: <laughs> and, and I went. I'm wicked and evil. I'm wicked and evil. And I started like that. And then three hours later, we're still there. <laughs> <Term>. <laughs> three hours? That wouldn't have lasted three minutes. Oh, it was it was horrendous. And the thing is, whilst me and my mate are kind of having this long three, I don't know. I, I say three hours. It can't it's three I, hours. It, it, I'm sure it was a long time. I'd have to ask my mate because in my head, I've always thought it was three hours. I may have got that wrong, but can't have been. it seemed like right, three hours. <laughs> but we were certainly there a long time and throughout the thing we had, it was weird because you got people coming up and some people were supporting him so they were coming up and sort of saying to him yeah you know you tell him the truth and then people coming up to us going yeah you tell him you tell him and it was a wonderful moment where my friend just put his hand on the guy's shoulder because things were getting very heated mm. and then he went don't touch me oh, wow. i'll have you for assault <laughs> It was getting incredibly uh, annoying. Uh, The thing was, because I'd started it, I couldn't really back out. No. Do you know what I mean? I'd sort of started this thing, and my mate had carried it on. And um, the weird thing was, we never saw him again. (laughs) Never (laughs) saw him again after that. Three hours well spent. We saved saved that part of London (laughs) from (laughs) his madness. Uh, We mentioned in the compendium, for the second time today, Brucey came up. Yeah. And, of course, we were talking about his Mm hairpiece earlier on, Uh, uh, which I still think is ginger by the way. Mm-hmm. I still think there's an element of ginger. I'm going to have to Google it later, I think. All right, we will Google <laughs> his ginger wig. And, of course, we mentioned Sir Terry Wogan, the brilliant, late, great Sir Terry Wogan earlier. And I said that I'm annoyed at the Swedes earlier on. That's a little bit unfair. I'm annoyed at one Swede, uh, Christopher Bjorkman, who is the Swedish producer of this year's Eurovision Song Contest. He's been having a go at Al El- 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 Tell this week. no. <laughs> He says, right, that Sir Terry Wogan totally spoiled Eurovision. Does he know that he recently passed? He must do He's a bit below the belt. I know that's what I think. Coming out swinging at old Terry, <laughs> he he says, right? He says that Terry Wogan himself was the reason Eurovision is seen as frivolous entertainment in the UK. He says his commentary always forced the mockery side, and there is a grown-up generation in Britain that doesn't know anything better. He raised this is it? He raised a generation of viewers believing this was a fun kitsch show that had no relevance whatsoever. It is a kitsch show with no relevance whatsoever. Terry Wogan's commentary of that programme was the only vaguely entertaining thing about the whole thing. Exa- I mean, I hate Eurovision. I, I cannot understand its relevance in today's society. And and he goes on to say, you know, it's, it's a very... Um, uh, you know, it's a very serious competition and Britain doesn't take it seriously. Even our artists doesn't take it seriously when we're involved. Well, of course we don't because we're not going to win it. <laughs> I mean, everyone hates us. And and I just think, stop having a go at Sir Terry. Mm. He made it bearable for the millions of gay men that watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've aver- I, I think I watched Eurovision once. Uh, mm. I was, I think, uh, probably in my 20s. I was with my grandparents and it was on... And I didn't know it went on for so long. I mean, it's that I think it goes on longer than I rattled with the street preacher. <laughs> it is so unbearable. Also, Graham Norton pretty much does the same job of just taking the Michael out of everybody. Exactly. Involved, he's so just he- taking up the mantle, and I believe from what I hear, he does a very good job. But who's taking this thing seriously? And just because he's the producer of this year's show, it's not up to him to have a go at our oh, Sir Terry. I leave think him alone. Christopher Bjorkman's a bit of a is that his name what were you going to say then a bit of a what's his name
0: <laughs> the B- coward is what I was going to Good. say that word
1: beginning with c Good. coward I don't like him only has he like got the him. dead <laughs> sorry only has it got the dead I know yeah, so I'm not having, I'm Graham not having Norton, that so I'm starting I don't know when Eurovision is it's normally in May isn't it sometime so it's, it's a few weeks off uh, I'm starting a campaign to completely boycott it this year no don't, don't no 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 just boycott Sweden just boycott Sweden yeah Downvote Sweden okay <laughs> did the public get a vote uh, I don't know. How it I works. think they do this time. I don't know how it works. I don't, I don't watch it. I have no interest in it whatsoever. But oh, the only interest I have is leave Sir Terry alone. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. So yes, not happy. You were you were mentioning about uh, Brucey's slightly ginger wig as well. Uh, it's definitely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just while you're talking. I'm gonna get a picture of him up. Please do because I, I did. You see this other story in the news about this uh, kid in New York who's 13 years old who's uh, uh, ginger. No, he's bringing a lawsuit against his parents. Can I just say, look? Look, there's a picture. There's, a, there's some oh, ginger there about is, that. There is a tinge There's, there? there's a tinge of ginger about there that. There really is. I'll there you take go. i take it all back. Do you see? You, you, well, that, to me, that, dispel- that dispels the wig. Because why would you go for a ginger wig voluntarily? That, that's to be <laughs> au naturel. It's not au naturel. It's got to be. Unless, why would you choose ginger? Unless you had some sort of, yeah, that hair follicle treatment, whatever it is. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> a ginger kid. <laughs> the ginger kid, he's uh, suing his parents. Suing his parents? For $2 million. What, for being ginger? For being ginger. Because he was saying that uh, his case and his his lawyer, his attorney, thinks he's got a very good chance of winning. Apparently, he would say that. <laughs> but what's his grounds? What is it? His grounds are that um, both of his parents are ginger. Yeah. So they should have known that there was a statistically very high chance they would have given birth to a ginger son, Yes. which was unfair on him. So what, he'd rather not exist? That is seems that to be the saying? case, yeah. Uh, I can read you a small paragraph from this. Uh, he is demanding the incredible amount of $1.35 million in pain and suffering. That is monetary compensation for the entire experience of having a disabled life. Oh my God! This man is. Oh, well, this kid's a fool. Versus having a healthy life, mind and body, as well as eight hundred thousand dollars in loss of enjoyment of life. Oh, this kid's an idiot. Two million, for two being million born. dollars. His parents must love him. I bet they're beginning to think, why didn't we use
0: the rubber? Let the
1: Jasmino, Superwoman and Croydon Radio. It's the Trev and Ben show. Um, now, sometimes on the show we have an occasional feature, Noise of the Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't got one particular noise this oh. week, but I just want to talk about noise in general because I, I mentioned last week that I, I like peace and quiet. I don't like too much noise because I, I find it stresses me out. You know, I get very on edge if things are too noisy. And uh, I also mentioned last week the wonderful view I get every morning when I open my curtains... <laughs> and I see the corrugated iron palace. Yes, I remember. That, yeah. And uh, yesterday was the same. Open the curtains and there it is, the wonderful sight that greets me every morning and cheers my soul. And, uh, and what I was thinking was, you know, some people when they open their curtains, they see, they see greenery, they see a lovely view and they may even hear this, the soundtrack to their afternoon. The lovely sort of spring sound. The birds. The pitter patter of April showers. And I think, you know, they're lucky. Because um, yesterday, Ben, the soundtrack to my Saturday afternoon was this. On and off, (laughs) over the period of about four hours. No. uh, We had this. And it got to the point where I couldn't understand why you need to rev a car that much. I don't know. That is not a sound conducive to a relaxing Saturday afternoon. That is complete. And to start with, you think, okay, well, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let that go. It's they revving a car. It's a car place. That's fine. When it's been going on for about four hours, and about every twenty minutes, you get a good sort of thirty seconds to a minute of violent revving. Mm. I start to get very annoyed. I mean, after 10 minutes, that would be annoying. After four hours, you think, what are you looking for that you haven't already proved is or isn't there? Exactly. I mean, I know nothing about cars, but what do you need to rev it for? Hmm. that's what i don't understand i there's obviously you know a a sort of mechanical thing that that they need to see but i mean if you haven't fixed it after four hours and you just keep revving it give up (laughs) sell the car put it into scrap get a new (laughs) one there's no reason for that sort of noise and also what is why do people think that that's all right on a saturday afternoon to make that sort of noise i don't know i'm getting very very grumpy about noise because i i'm very much of the, the opinion that it's like when people are doing DIY. You know, when you're if you're doing some stuff in the house and you've got a hammer or you've got to use your drill, uh, that noise is so annoying to everyone except for the person using the tool of course. in hand. Uh, and uh, I guess it's the thing with a car. Like If you're revving your car, you just think, oh, this isn't annoying anyone. There's not nothing wrong with this. It's not annoying me, so it can't be worrying anyone else. Just stop it. <laughs> just. Stop it, please. Were you at all tempted to go and ask him what he was doing? <laughs> I'm very British. I Rather than go out and complain, I, there s- I sat there fuming. Because <laughs> uh, there was a little stage, I was quite busy yesterday, but there was a little stage yesterday afternoon where I just sat down and I started to read my book. And I just wanted to have a half-hour chill, and then all you get is... You can't concentrate on a novel. No. You can't isn't... concentrate on a Stephen King thriller when that's going on, Ben. Yeah, I gave up reading in the end and just sat there looking out the window, glaring across <laughs> at this place, and just saying to myself, you shouldn't be here. This is a residential road. You shouldn't be doing this here. Even the twice you've played it, it's annoyed me. It's really annoying. <laughs> and I started coming up with new laws. Like If I became prime minister, I would come up with new laws so that if you had to do any work on your car that required noise you would have basically all all garages would be out in the countryside. You'd have to take your car out into the country uh, or they'd have to come and pick it up and they could rev it as much as they like then. They can See, rev it as much as they like. You want to destroy the peaceful countryside. Basically, it, when no one is. Take <laughs> it out of there Cows and sheep ain't going to worry about it, are they? <laughs> just, just knock down my road. And the other thing while we're talking about noise that annoys me is, um, and if my dad's listening to this, he's going to be absolutely furious with me. But um, I've had enough of motorbikes. My dad loves motorbikes, right? He's got a motorbike, but I I get a motorbike come down my road every night about ten o'clock, and it is the noisiest motorbike in the world. There, it, there cannot be any reason for a vehicle to make so much noise. <laughs> I think if there's a, you've got to be able to make motorbikes now that make very little noise. You see, I feel a bit guilty about this. Why? I used to have a very, very, very noisy bike. You see, I hate it. Um, I hate it. I bought it from someone who'd had some unnecessarily large uh, exhaust fitted, and you could hear me coming a mile away. (laughs) Oh, you see, this is what annoys me. This one that, that I every night I hear it, and I can hear it about a mile away, and you just wait for it to come down the road, and by the time it passes, it is definitely <laughs> and again you start thinking well, well why have you bought that surely if it's making that much noise there's something wrong with it mm. it can't uh, do people genuinely put things on their motorbikes to make them louder The one I bought certainly did, yeah. Well, stop it. (laughs) Again, if I'm Prime Minister, that's being made illegal. I'm not happy. that. My dad's got a vintage motorbike, okay? It's a 1955 matchless. There are people out there going, oh, how exciting. I haven't got a clue what you said. It's a 1955 matchless. Still clueless. It's it's a vintage motorbike. And uh, before... He won't be listening to this, but just in case he ever hears this it's a lovely bike dad (laughs) it's a lovely bike when it's not being started up you know i'm very happy to look at it i'm very happy to talk about it but when luckily he doesn't use it that often but every now and again he'll take it out to some rally somewhere vintage bike rally and uh, I don't live that far from my parents, and I can hear it. I can hear him start it up. And I go, oh, there he is! <laughs> there he is! And th- if if my parents have been out for the day on the bike, uh, I can I I sit in my front room waiting for them. And you can hear about half an hour away. You can start <laughs> hearing the motorbike making its noise, and then you think, oh, they're on the way home. They're they're, they're almost home safe. Thank goodness <laughs> for that. Does my head in? If if you're going to start motorbikes, do them quietly. <laughs> Please. i sure you can. Well, uh, it's a new law that's starting now. Quiet motorbikes. Muffle the exhaust somehow. <laughs> Stick a foam finger up it. Wait for it. There it is. Strobe Girl Daydreaming on Croydon Radio. Love that. I wanted to tell you about another slightly awkward moment i've had at work this week you have a lot of awkward moments in your job don't you <laughs> yeah this one's quite unique though this one's unlikely to ever happen again okay <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll have arguments with the public all week long but well yes no you're, you're a very argumentative man this one was a, a sort of one in a million shot this one okay basically um what happened was uh, i had to go and collect a, a drop off a van and, re- and collect a replacement van from the workshop because it had just been serviced how exciting. Oh, it's a highlight of my week. I know, it sounds incredible. I bet there was a lot of revving going on <laughs> when it was being serviced. <laughs> by the way. So I pick up the new van, I drop off the old one, and as it's been recently serviced, they've got all these sort of interiors being cleaned and they've got this special... Uh, plastic sheet covering that goes over the seat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've, it's even got this, uh, it's a, just a white plastic sheet that goes over the seat, and, and then it's got a special sort of hood bit that goes over the headrest yes. at the top of the seat and yeah. covers that, keeps that nice and clean as well. Me being a bit lazy, I should have... Taking it all off, but I just thought, nah, stuff it. But well, also, you know, keep the seat clean. Keep the seat clean. Keep me clean. Keep you clean. Keep the seat clean. Everyone's a winner. So I, I carried on through my day, jumping in and out of the van. And obviously, I, the more I got in and out of the van, do my job, um, this thing came loose. Mm. Quite a windy day on Friday. Oh yeah. Um, and I had the windows down as I like to do, and yeah. the, the wind took hold, and suddenly this this sheet got loose, <laughs> and <laughs> somehow unhooked itself from the the seat itself and the hood that was over the so you're no longer weighing it down i'm no longer weighing it down because it's come loose from me getting in and out of the van oh, so it's now right. behind me then wind takes it gets loose and the white hood that was going over the head of the seat suddenly in hoods me if that's a word <laughs> in hoods in hoods me i like it if it's not a word. <laughs> it should be so then I'm suddenly, uh, then the, the, the wind then wraps the rest of the thing around me. So I'm driving around like some sort of KKK, KKK member yeah. with my white hood up, <laughs> covered in my white robes. Uh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm struggling to rip it off because I know how odd it looks. So if anyone was wondering why the Royal Mail have employed KKK enthusiasts, rest assured they haven't. It's fine. That's what he says
0: Right ladies and gentlemen Listen up Welcome to the Tread and Ben And it's the Pub Quiz
1: Uh, So the Pub Quiz Ben uh, Uh, I did think of a a slogan for them If they did (laughs) Oh yes I'm sure they want this Yes go on Your delivery White on time very good very good yes if the royal man ever wanted to become a racist organisation that's certainly one they could use uh, so the pub quiz uh, appropriately enough today's category is colours uh, and uh, there are three questions there's an easy question for one point a medium question for two points and a hard question for three points you can take part by being on the shout box now uh, Ben you are of course the quiz master which means you have to have a nickname I'm sure this week it's the Grand Who or whatever they call it uh, what, what is your nickname this week uh, this this week, you like this. My nickname is uh, Namaiho Hobenjikayo. <laughs> Excellent. My chakras have now been cleansed. <laughs> uh, okay, question number one for one point. What colour is the Teletubby Dipsy? Oh. um, I have no idea, really. I think I know. Do you? Hear, how do you know the colours well, of Because the- I think I know the rest of them. So oh, right. by deducing, I oh. think I've got that one. Or is it that anyone that isn't of a certain colour, you just have <laughs> to stay for and you, you remember? Question <laughs> number two for two points Living in America was the only top 10 single for which legendary Soul Man? Oh, um, yes. It's co- really? What? Um, Living in America was yes. the only top 10 single for which legendary Soul Man? Okay, fair enough. I know this song, but I can't think for the life of me who sings it. Okay, well, I think I've got that. I'm hoping that I might have steamed ahead there. Well, I don't know. You might know your Teletubbies, <laughs> but I know my Soul Man. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put down a legendary Soul Man and just hope. I know it's wrong, but anyway. <laughs> Qu- oh, hang on. What's what? It's got to do with colours. What? What now? Oh! Yeah, I'm happy with my answer now. Excellent. Excellent <laughs> that's a surprising answer. Okay, moving on. Question number three for three points. <laughs> what? Rest assured, if there's a Croydon branch of the KKK that's going to set up, it's going to be so disorganized <laughs> that they'll never get around to doing any acts of violence. So you'll be absolutely fine, I promise. <laughs> what two colors make up the flag of the Vatican? Oh, right. I haven't got a clue. Um, I'm going to have, have a I'm guess at So that. am I. Yeah, I'm sure it must be that. It's got to be. Question? No, no, no. There's not another one. No more. Questions. Oh <laughs> gosh! Question sake. number four. Four <laughs> points. No. Okay. Uh, it's a shame the plastic just didn't suffocate you, And get it out of the way, and then <laughs> one. <laughs> Question number one was: What colour is the Teletubby Dipsy? I think he's green. Oh, I've just put yellow. No idea. The answer is green. Well, well done. That's a point for you. Um, if you're interested La La's yellow uh, Poe is red And uh, Tinky Winky's purple Well we found your level That's <laughs> the main thing <laughs> Question number two For two points Living in America Was the only top ten single For which legendary soul man uh, Based on the The colours theme I've said James Brown It's gotta be isn't it has got to be in it got to be James Brown It's James Brown There we go you got two points there as well I think you're gonna win this uh, Excellent And the final question Was what two colours Make up the flag of the Vatican And you will need both of them For the three points <laughs> I've put red and white So have I all right. What's the you to that Calm down Alright Of all the colours of, yeah. of all the colours Of all the colours In all the world uh, Yellow and white Oh uh, We were close We were close But no cigars Equally wrong uh, so I win You win three points to two Well done What was your name again Namayo Hobenjikayo Oh it's marvellous Roy Orbison, you got it? or The the big O, as we call him in funky circles, Ben. (laughs) We call him in funky circles. Uh, Am I still in a funky circle? I think so. Excellent. Uh, So it's the Trevor and Ben show. Uh, Just one thing before we go, because time is running out, but um, I heard the best thing on Newsnight this week. Evan Davis, uh, he does Newsnight now, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. I think he got a little bit confused between a politician and a bell. Okay. Uh, this was brilliant and a little earlier I spoke to the Shadow Foreign Secretary Hilary Big Ben Hilary <laughs> Big Ben <laughs> well done Evan that made my week thank you very much for oh, that. very good also something that made my week as well, I just want to crowbar this in quickly was a, a news headline um, and I must point out um, oh, I'll point it out afterwards it was from the Daily Pakistan and the headline was uh, police constable shows judge how grenade works inside courtroom three injured <laughs> and I must point out nobody died so that's why we can laugh
0: oh that's alright there <laughs> Think
1: the link. So think the link, Ben, we were looking for the link between these three songs.
2: We fellas good for the
1: So how did you get on? You've stumped me. I have stumped you. Uh Debbie uh, was in touch earlier. She got very close because she sort of said it was about moving Can I was about a guess? that sort of thing. Yeah, have a have a guess. Well, that would be well, is it the first song uh Sophie Ellis Bextor, Murder on the Dance Floor? No. It's not? No, it's I not. didn't think no. it was. <laughs> right, I'll give up. Does that mess it all up for you then? Completely. All right, well, uh, it was, I mean, Sophie Ellis-Bexter was in it. It was Spiller, Groove Jet, if this ain't love. Then you have Madonna into the groove, oh. and then Groove Armada, if everybody looked the same. So the link is groovy. It's groovy, Ben. It's groovy. See, I told you, I'm in funky circles. <laughs> uh, groovy. Anyway, well done if you got that. And that's just about it from us. Uh, stand by the Happy Sundays are on the way next. We're back with our midweek podcast uh, around Wednesday or Thursday. And then uh, back again live next Sunday 9 to 11 all oh, God willing we're off out now to uh, the Spoons. fingers crossed he's going to be there hopefully fingers crossed he's going to be there are we going to go for another record on the chase or are, is our tragic Sunday life going to continue absolutely or are we going to go and do something different maybe we'll just talk to him this week maybe that's it we'll just sit down and have a chat with him have you got three hours uh, no anyway that's it from us until next time take it easy talk bye The
0: Trev and Ben Show